It'll probably cut Stop. me off. But yeah, we might have a little, you know, yeah. right. banter going on. Good. That's good, though. That's what makes it organic. All right, well, my name is Felix Morales. I'm in Profe Polito's class. Um, we're here with Macedonio and Alicia and my classmate Shay. Um, and we're going to be speaking about teatro. Um, so the first question for you guys is tell us about yourself and how you got involved with teatro. I'll go first. That's cool. Um, well, my name is Alicia Chavez Artiaga. Um, originally from Northern California, but I've been living here in San Diego since you know the age of 13. Um, how I got involved with teatro? Um, well, I guess I have to go back to talking about when I first saw Culture Clash perform. Well, I was a student at San Diego State University. I was a machista, and I saw Culture Clash perform at UCSD, and it just completely, I had never seen anything like that before. Uh, theater that spoke to me, um, you know, was like seeing myself, even though they're men, but in terms of their stories, what they were portraying, it was about our gente. And so um, it, it, something shifted within me, and I was like, huh, that's something one day I, I would like to do. So several years later, um, we started a nonprofit organization um, by the name of Iscali. No, we started performing first. No, no, no. He always gets the timeline oh, wrong. Right. So <laughs> we started the nonprofit first, Iscali first. And then, um, and it was basically like a Saturday school program where we taught, you know, uh, Chicano students um, to learn about their history, their culture, art. We actually taught in this building. We oh, used wow. to have Saturday oh. classes here. Yeah. So, um, and this was like the early 90s. We, we, that, we founded that in 93. And then we saw Culture Clash again, and it was like, hey, you know what? We could do that too. We could totally do that. And, and we, Even you know. Even though we had zero experience. Yeah, we had, I'd never been in a theater group before. But we were so like motivated to, to do something for the community, to have our stories shared and performed. and. And, um, and we just did it, hacia la brava, you know, like we say in Spanish. And so um, we had our very, f that was 95, and our very first performance was June of 95 in at San Diego State University for the Chicano Youth Leadership Project. Youth Leadership Program, or what was it called? I don't remember. Long time ago. So um, that's kind of how it got started. The founding members, there's about seven of us, I guess. Um, um, so that's a little bit of the history. We were all activists, students, and you know, very motivated to do you know work in the community. So that's that's kind of how Teatro got initiated. I don't know how you. Well, he I'm might not, have a different version. No, I'm not going to repeat <laughs> anything you say because it was very similar. We saw Culture Clash. Yeah. And I was completely mesmerized. Like mm -hmm. I, it's almost like. Um, uh, there's a ceremony that we do as indigenous people. We go four days without food and water, right? And when you get that water on the fourth day, it's just, it's a feeling I can't explain. Like you literally feel every single drop like go through your body and it's like your body's like, like Just observing it. Just, it's just so amazing. Well, you wake, like you, you yeah. wake up again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah you just like, um, mm -hmm. That's how I felt when I was watching Culture Clash. It was just like, I couldn't, like, I don't really remember, like, 
breathing. It was so mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had also seen a group that you forgot to oh, mention. Yeah. We had seen a yeah, group yeah, called yeah. Chicano Secret Service. That's right. Yeah. Around that time. And actually, Lalo Alcaraz, who started that group, is now, he is the most well-known uh, uh, comic strip um, cartoonist, cartoonist yeah. in yeah. the United States. Yeah. He's like the biggest one. I mean, he's a friend of ours and everything, but we saw them perform as well. And again, it was three guys. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So still like wow we want to do that so one thing that we did do and it's probably going to answer some questions and i'll end here is like we were very conscious about having more balance in terms of it's not going to be three guys or four guys we need to have women in our group and um it's a whole different way of writing and a whole way of seeing the world when you write something and the women look at her like nope they tear it up you're like okay back to the drawing board because you know we well, I, I think the thing is that we, I'm like, I, the first skits that we wrote, the very first actos that we wrote, we co-wrote them. So, I mean, obviously it was going to have my perspective. Yeah. Exactly. So it had to have that, um, you know, talking about our own experiences as women as well. Mm-hmm. So, but that was definitely, yeah, that was a difference between our group and theirs. And I think what's important to to discuss is that Alicia said it earlier it's like uh, well us humans we say well we don't know what we're doing right but in reality we do know what we're doing you know maybe right here in the mind you, you think oh well, I've never done theater and yeah I'm a, I'm a funny dude or whatever but um, like her like if you really know her she's she's kind of a shy person she likes to <laughs> she's not like me you know I I'm not what? shy. I'm just more, you know, yeah. laid back. Yeah, Relax. but when, more you, introverted when, when you, you see are. her on stage, yeah. she's a whole different human. You'd be like, holy shit, that's the same woman Personally, that was, you yeah. know what I mean? She's just a whole different person. Me, I'm always a little crazy, so people expect that on stage. Well, you're always like a performer. Yeah. yeah. So I think what's important for the listeners is that, you know, you just you get up and just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yeah. We didn't ask for permission. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Right. We had just seen these all men, right? Culture Clash. And they had such a huge impact. So we got some of our friends together who had zero acting, right? Zero writing experience. And we just did it. And that and that kind of speaks to how you've kind of seen the community grow over time for Teatro. Just kind of having people who jump right into it and being able to just kind of take a step in like un, unknown territory and just uh, yes mm-hmm. embrace it, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. Have, a, have, a, have a crack at acting and... Yeah, yeah. I think for our group, really, it was that we were just so passionate. Mm-hmm. We had so much love for what it was and we really believed in the work that we were doing um, to the point that our daughter, since the age of two years old, has been raised uh, performing with us. So she grew up doing teatro, you know, mm. for over, okay. you know, it's how many years now? Over 25 years. That's amazing. So that's been her experience, you know, being on the stage, performing, traveling all over the country. We've been fortunate enough to travel, not just in San Diego. But um, so there have been people that, you know, we had the core group, the, the founding members of the group. And then, you know, people came and um, and then new group new people came and were a part of the group uh, but we've always been like at the at the core 
of, of uh, the performance troupe. And we've had a pretty solid core group. We though. have. Now we have. Like Claudia Cuevas is another woman who's been around since 97. Mm. As, as she's the diva of the group. So, um, but... So yeah, if she hears this, she'll go, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's all, I'm glad you mentioned me. Yeah. That's probably what she would say. <laughs> oh. But, um, so yeah, we, we've seen, like, in terms of, like, we're always, uh, the work that we've done is we've, it's important to tell the stories of the community, right? And also, what are the issues, right? So maybe that has changed a little bit, but not that much in the sense that a few years ago, we had the opportunity to perform uh, Los Vendidos by Luis Valdez. We've never done that before because we write our own actos, we write our own plays, our own work. But it was, they were honoring him here in San Diego, the Cesar Chavez Clubs, and so they asked us to perform that piece, which was 50 years old. And, you know, there were some little rewrites that we did to the acto, with his permission, of course. But unfortunately, um, you know, and he makes this beautiful speech, we'll have to share that video with you all, um, saying that, that it's unfortunate that it's 50 years later that acto is still relevant. We're still dealing with the same issues. And so that's the thing about teatro is that, um, you know, it's, it's a space where we're able to come and not only sh share that, our, our, our abuelita stories and our, our cousin stories, our student stories or whatever, but it's also the space where we get some healing from it too, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're able to see ourselves and we're, we're able to see maybe another possibility of what can be. So, I mean, and going back to the issues and everything, what do you think was the reason you picked those certain photos on the pillar and everything? Well, the, I mean, the a lot of the, the, the photos on there are of shows, right? We have show mm -hmm. flyers of our yeah. shows. Um, I mean, there were just important, um, uh, important shows. Maybe there was like a 20-year anniversary performance where we did the census. Um, just for people to, to see how much we grew as a group, right? Like we never imagined um, the place that we've been to. Like we performed at, was it NYU, was it New York? Columbia. And Columbia. University. Mm -hmm. We've been in Wisconsin, all the Southwest. I mean, um, we've been recognized by the state of California twice already, right? Um, we have a book. We have a book that's that done was, really well. Know. And those, those were, everything I just mentioned to you um, and those, the book is on the pillar too, mm -hmm. right? For people to have like, maybe look at it. Oh, I wonder what this is about. Or this is about like more historical, like a reference. But um, damn, I just completely thought, forgot what the hell I was talking. I about. mean, even Why with the hand painting too, um, on yeah. the opposite side. So that's oh. Herbert mm -hmm. from Culture Clash. Mm -hmm. He's one of the founders of Culture Clash. So we. Um, they asked us to do a pillar, and he's not part of our group, but he's a huge influence yes. for the reason we're, we're here. Yeah, exactly. So he did one side, and then we said, hey, just do your side, and then we'll do another side. Okay, right. now I It's kind of symbolic. He has our yeah. back. Yeah. Exactly. You know, back. You know yeah. it's very symbolic. Um, what I wanted to add to what you said, Mase, was that we, we had a meeting before when they asked us to do this pillar. We wanted to have the voices of everyone in our theater group to talk about, well, what do, what, what do you want to have on the, on the pillar, right? Mm -hmm. What is important to convey with this, with this um, piece? And so 
we said, well, it was important to to talk about like not only our history of teatro as a group that's been around for you know since '95, but who were those groups that were here before us, like Teatro Chicana, Teatro Mestizo, uh, you know. Even though Teatro Campesino is not from San Diego, it, you know, has, no, it had an yeah. influence here as well. And so, um, and the Culture Clash that did their piece Border Town here in the late 90s. And so, but the thing that we found, that I found as I was, you know, reach, uh, doing some research, trying to find some archives, um, there's n there wasn't a lot. Like, I couldn't find, for example, there was this, um, this person who passed away already. His name was Goyo Flores who directed some Chicano plays here in San Diego, and we couldn't find any images of it, and I, we reached out to folks, and and so it, it was unfortunate in the sense that, um, you know, like so there's some gaps, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but we wanted to make sure that that was also recorded, or visually, you know, folks would see that, that it's not just us, there is a history here. Mm -hmm. We are a part of it, um, and we're very proud to be a, a part of the teatro history here in San Diego, but um, but that would be a great project for folks to definitely to do more work. We've uh, actually worked a little bit in our class and to learn about how there's those missing gaps in the history of the Chicano movement or the history within the United States and our involvement as Chicanos and how to recover some of that history and bring it back. and honor the things that were lost in that time. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, so even women being Chicano too, mm -hmm. like we read a lot of books on them as well. And yeah. I think I agreed to it the most that like, it was more about opening up and the books that we read, it was, it was just very like heart touching, like to see that what they went, went through when they were little and then they got older and they started to become in their own kind of, you know, shell of, as a Chicano, but yeah. You know, right now as we're talking about this, it makes me think about like generations, right? And the generation before us didn't do a great job of documenting their experience um, because it just wasn't part of the it just wasn't part of the experience, the documentation, right? They just did it, right? And, and you know, but they opened certain doors for us, and then we we you know we were we worked a lot with Jorge Huerta, who was is the Chicano. Uh, like the, the first ever um, Chicano theater professor in the history of the United States, Dr. Huerta, and he was here at UCSD, retired already. So one thing that he was really big with us was like document it, document it, document it. Um, and we have gaps. And we, we don't we even because we weren't consciente of that either. Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's he encouraged us to publish a book because he's like, look, once you put a book then it's documented and then you know other schools and schools do use it um but it makes me kind of think too though like there's this, there's another gap that we have like my daughter and her generation um we we didn't document a lot of stuff like if you log in Tatris you're not going to find any real good quality videos of us mm -hmm. because that that wasn't really something that crossed our mind I mean, technology was also not a thing. Really. Exactly, it was yeah. really expensive for yeah, us. Yeah, very different. So maybe yeah. that's something that the future generations can do. Now that we have that technology, we can use it for the better to document teatro yeah. and and also try and you know preserve it. Yeah, yeah. It's like going around doing things like this, a podcast or 
an oral history project or mm -hmm. that type of stuff um, to ensure that the stories yeah, yeah. are archived somewhere. Yeah. Is there any um, specific memories that are favorites of yours that you'd like to share about, about teatro or anything that the audience would love to or hear? Or when your daughter was performing with you guys? I mean, Gosh. that's... Well, she's There's performed so with us her whole life, but... What's my favorite? I already have mine. I think it's probably the same one. The which one's yours? Oh, go ahead. Colorado. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, mine wasn't that. Go well, ahead. we we went to Colorado um, to perform out there, and for me, it was it was pretty magical because first of all, there was a lot of movement during the Chicano movement in Colorado in Denver. That was like the hub of the Chicano movement. I would say there and Chicano Park, San Diego, they were like very interconnected, mm -hmm. right? And they worked together a lot. But we went there, um, and we went to the first ever and probably only school that was um, Escuela Tlatelolco, which was for you know Chicanitos and Chicanas. It was opened up there in Denver. Um, we went and performed. We did some stuff there, and then in the community, and the show was just—it was just so awesome because you could feel what we felt when we were seeing Culture Clash, mm -hmm. right? Because for a lot of them, it was their first time seeing something like us. And you could just feel it. Mm -hmm. And I think what I remember the most, and um, man, I don't want to start crying. But what I remember the most was like, it was just so like, like, like I'm on stage doing my lines. And there was a huge auditorium. It was like, I don't know, maybe like six, seven hundred people. And they're packed in there. There's people standing around. There was people literally outside hanging on to the windows. <laughs> they were. They were outside because they, they couldn't, couldn't come in. in. So they were watching oh through the God. windows. Yeah. yeah. They were watching through the that windows. That was pretty awesome. And like I was on stage and I just had like this surreal moment where yeah. like when you perform so much, you can pretty much like do your lines and still be in another place, you mm -hmm. know. It's like automatic. Yeah. Yeah. And I just looked and I could see the people in the windows and they're like laughing, like hitting their faces on the on the on the glass, you know, and and um mm. I don't know, it just made me feel like, damn, all this work that we've done, and and um, like we never imagined, like we thought our big thing was like, oh, one day we'll perform at Chicano at Park. At the Centro. At the Centro Cultural we'll de Pablo Park. And that was our big dream. We hit it big. Yeah, we thought, we thought doing that was, was going to be big. It and is. It, big. it is in one That's sense, fun. but it's also beautiful yeah. that we were able to expand mm -hmm. way beyond yeah. that. Yeah. Right, and Bobby, spread yeah. the messages. Yeah. And, just the acting itself to yeah. other audiences that haven't experienced that. Exactly. So that that's my magical. I love that show. It's definitely an eye opener for you as well, especially as an actor. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. Gosh, it's tough because I thought of one, and then you know I'm having all and all these thoughts about which one. Um, I I think the Denver show as well, but when we were at at the actual school. The with the students. Oh, and then before we actually we before we perform, we always gather in a circle, um, the the actors. Um, so there's usually about seven or eight of us, and we do um, like a quick uh, I don't want to say prayer, but we check in and and we that day when we did that, the energy we felt something like so powerful being in that space and that moment with feeling the anticipation of the students but maybe it was the energy of the history of you know of 
of, um, you know, of Corky Gonzalez and knowing, you know, the history of the space itself, that it was like something moved us all so much. We were all crying. We were all crying. We were all oh crying. And um, did it turn off? Oh, there it is. And so, and I think what it did, it, it rooted us with, again, with our purpose mm -hmm. of why we've done the work for so many years and the love that we feel we have, that we have for our, for our gente, for our community, um, and for each other, because we really are a familia. And um, even though we pretty much fight, everything. oh yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, that's like part any of other it. healthy. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what makes <laughs> you guys healthy. Yeah. But it was uh, it was such a powerful, powerful moment that it's it's really just kind of. So it was with us. Mm -hmm. Well, now that now that you're saying us. it, and I never thought about it right now, it's like I I feel one of the reasons it was so emotional is because in that moment we realized we became part of history mm. in that space. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. It was, I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. Like, yeah. it was that, like, visceral. Like, you could, it was so powerful. And I think, I mean, we've had, you know, hundreds of stories we could tell about being on stage where things go wrong, where mm -hmm. props, you know, we had a bed once that broke, and <laughs> we have to make up lines, the lights went out, and we said, Oh, there's an eclipse, and you know things like yeah. that. But in terms of like for us as as a collective, and that was just such so powerful. So Actually, so powerful. and they just asked us to come back because you know the pandemic and mm -hmm. all that crap. Yeah. So they reached out to us a couple of weeks and were like, hey, we want you guys to come back in October, and we're like, yeah, let's do it. How do you think COVID has affected what you guys do? A hundred percent affected us. Our last, literally our last show, like our full show performance, was March 8th, right before everything got the shut down. 20 2020. 2020. And it, there was already talks about it, right? We There's did the show. The yeah, audience. there was a fear because we were expecting 700 people and there was like 400 people. Right. So we were like, well, a lot of people aren't coming because there's already this talk about this thing that mm -hmm. nobody understands what it is. And, and normally we, we were, yeah, we did. Well, we're not gonna go out there and shake hands, and you know, but nobody even my character. Remember when my <laughs> my daughter in the scene, my remember. daughter comes out to me, she's like, "Hi, puppy." I'm like, "No, me Jacobi." <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know shit about it, I yeah. but we about that. people were already starting to like. You could feel mm -hmm. the fear, emptiness, and yeah, and that night was when they shut everything down. Yeah. Oh right. my god! And, yeah. and, and you know that's our last that's that that's our, our last show. show we haven't performed i mean we performed here for the chicago mm -hmm. park museum opening right but it wasn't like our our full production with the whole team and so it, it's it's been a minute so so what does the museum itself mean to you now that that was kind of like the reopening i guess of your guys's acting and also just the museum preserving your guys's stories in a sense also well, I mean, it still goes right back to what I said about being in, in in Denver that night, where it's like you realize that you become part of history. Like for, dude, I'm just gonna, I don't know why I'm so emotional, but um, like you 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 never 
well, we as, as Chicanos, we never did the work because we're like, oh, we're going to be famous or we're going to, that never ever crosses our mind. It's like not even money, right? Mm -hmm. And I do have to say, we've been very blessed that um, financially the last, before COVID, we were doing pretty well. And the other people were like, damn, you, you pay your actors really well. And I mean, actors in San Diego that performed, they weren't making as much money as we were. We, we, we've kind of done something that a lot of groups weren't able to do, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the opening of this place and, and them honoring our voice and, um, and then us honoring those that came before us um, is, I mean, that's, like, again, we didn't sign up for that. We just did it because we knew that we grew up with never seeing ourselves on stage or even TV, mm -hmm. right? I tell people the closest thing I can remember was fucking Speedy Gonzalez. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Some damn little rat stealing <laughs> TV. Shows. And that's so what good. I thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's horrible it. when yeah. you think about it. It's a rat stealing cheese. Well, that perpetuates every stereotype about us, mm -hmm. right? But that's all I had growing up Yeah, was a rat and then his dumbass cousin was Slowpoke. Slowpoke. I'm coming. Gonzalez. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh my God, dude, the worst. Well, it sounds like it means a lot to you guys, and that's that's amazing to hear, and it's amazing to see how how far you guys have come as a as a group and individuals. Um, do you guys have any last thoughts? Um, well, first of all, thank you. I, we didn't even say thank you for having us. Oh, you know, thank you for letting us inviting us to be a part of this. Um, obviously, we feel very honored to be able to share a little bit about our own uh, experiences. In terms of what Chicano Park, I think, means for myself, I could say that it, um, it, it's very special because we actually met in Chicano Park. Uh, that's, we met here 32 yeah, years ago. We, met we, we were college years. students and we met at a Mecha Central meeting. Under the literally under the bridge. But you know, I heard her. <laughs> she was talking to somebody, and she pointed to me. She was like, "That guy's so hot." Shut up. People didn't say hot back there. Many people didn't say hot back there. Yeah, no, that was not a thing. Yeah. No, but um, you probably so, fell in front of her. Yeah. Okay. So what I what I wanted to say oh, was sorry. that it, it's it's a part of our own our family history as well. We met here, our daughter, we were dancantes, you know, Aztec That's dancers, so our daughter was baptized here in Chicano Park. Um, she had her shilonen, which is her rites of passage ceremony. She was the first here in San Diego to have that ceremony done here. And so we, we, used to, we taught several classes in the park with our students in Iscali throughout the years. We have our mural in Chicano Park, Iscali does, which we really need to, <laughs> it needs a, an update, but um, so you even taught, well, we taught classes here, and she even taught uh, the English classes. What did you teach here at this building, too? No, it wasn't here. Oh. But, but um, what I was going to say, to be a part of the, and then to perform for the Chicano Park Museum, mm -hmm. it just, it's just full circle, it's full circle for us, yeah. you know. Staying and, and rooted in yes, Chicano Park. And I mean, it's a sacred place for you guys. It's a sacred place. Beautifully said. Yes. It's your sacred place. Yeah. It we is. Did a, we did a show actually at the at the Lyceum at the Rep. Um, right. And our twenty was it twenty year? 15? Twenty. 
It was our 15 year, our quinceanera. Our quinceanera. Uh -huh. And the show was based out of Chicano Park. Mm -hmm. So we actually had pillars like the ones you see. Mm -hmm. um, and we got different artists to create different uh, murals. And the whole, the whole show revolves around the park. You know, yeah. so had a pretty big influence. All, all of the actos, yeah, were based, were um, based on the, took place in the park. Mm -hmm. So all the transitions have to do with things in the park. So yeah, it's, it's absolutely, it's, it's, it's a part of us. That's amazing. Yeah, that is wonderful. Well, we're so, so happy that the listeners could hear just a little bit about Teatro and how much it means to Chicano Park and the museum um, and everyone alike. Uh, we want to thank you guys for your time so much from the bottom of our hearts. Um, we're so grateful to hear your guys' story and be able to have this connection with you guys and be able to hopefully spread this to the rest of our um, friends, families, and generations to come. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys uh, for Mr. being Mr. Polito, if you're listening, dude, you got to bring us back to USD, homie. Yes. Uh, they need to teach us some yeah. stuff. So. When yes. was the last time we did a show? I want to do a skit. It's been a while. But we work a lot with Evelyn. Okay. Do you know Leo? Evelyn Cruz? Wait, Cruz? she's the... Yes, she's theater. A, yeah, she's a teacher. Mm -hmm. I used to be in SSS, which is a student support services, uh -huh. but she would come for freshmen, and she would teach her class oh, to the yeah. freshmen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was in her classes. And Take mentor, her classes. Yes, she's really she's funny. Awesome. She's awesome. A little crazy, but awesome. Yeah, she's yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, profe, you heard it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. All right.